You are now listening to Cyber Time Bite, hosted by me, Stephen Clark. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Hey there, everybody. Uh, I, I know that it's been a while since I made an episode because I've been on a three-month hiatus because of the holidays. So uh, this is my first episode in a long time. I'm so sorry about that super long break, but here again, I am back. But today is a special episode because back on Thanksgiving this past year, it's, it was announced that Daishokan was done and over with, and it was forever going to be gone, unless further noticed. Um, today, we're having... Original Daishokan originals, people who have been going to it for years and years and years, and a group here today, including Cyber Time by alumni uh, Tilly, who was on my podcast before, coming back to talk about their memories and their stories of the of the con, including myself. So here's a here's a here's a Riley, Tilly, and uh, two others I don't know really the name of, but hi guys. Hello. Hi, my name is Marshall. My name is Riley. Hi, everybody. My name is Justin. Hello, darlings. I am Tilly or Starfall. It's uh, yeah. It's been it's been uh, it's been forever since I since I've seen any of you at convention. <laughs> it's been a while since I've been to a convention. Right. Oh, yeah. I was about to say the same thing. But can we get so um can I, so if we're gonna sh- if we're gonna share stories I do got a story I want to tell. Oh. Um. Is everything okay over there? Cause there's a lot of banging. All right. Uh, I guess I'll go first then. Okay. Um, so, so I, I actually, I actually saw Tilly at, at the last Dojo Con I went to. I just didn't say hi. <laughs> because, oh, rude. No, 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 because, rude. no, cause, cause, no, cause it was Sunday. I finished my panel. I was about to leave and I saw you and you were busy. So I didn't walk over to you. <laughs> Understandable. I'm usually busy whenever we're at a con. I'm surprised you didn't see me, because you know what I look like. Sorry, if you hear any background noise, it's me. I'm being dishes, so... If you'd like, you're able to mute your mic until you want to say something. Yeah, let me give that a shot here in just a sec. I'll just listen for now. Okay, I'll talk to you guys shortly. Okay. No problem, man. Yeah, I mean, okay. Yeah, so, sorry about that. I mean, no, ho- hopefully all that background noise doesn't get into the podcast. Hopefully people can hear us. Yeah, I think I think we should be we good from here on out. Like an hour and a half of just solid screeching, and that's the podcast. <laughs> but but no, I mean, but no, seriously, I uh, uh my one of my stories yeah is seeing I saw Tilly at the last Daisho Con. I just didn't say anything because I was busy and I was leaving. I was about to leave to come back home that day, and I and I didn't enough time to stop and say hi um but but for me that was this that convention that convention was a lot of first for me it was my first out-of-state convention 
It was my first full weekend convention. It was my first convention that had that had hosted my first ever panel ever, and and it was a awesome experience. And I can't wait to see like if it gets replaced by Colossal Con, which they're supposedly yeah. saying. It would be nice to go back for location. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I don't have to. You go ahead. Oh, thank you. I was just going to say, I think most of the the love for the convention is definitely the location. You know, normally we get news from Colossal Con being its huge, you know, locations out in Sandusky, Texas, and I think Pennsylvania or Pittsburgh or something. But Uh, yeah, it's over in Pennsylvania. Yeah, so just something about it being right. I'd say within about a four-hour drive from the greater Twin Cities to some closer cities in Wisconsin made it a little bit more special. Yeah. The thing for me is, as someone who lives locally in Wisconsin, it was only an hour away. And for a for a convention that's literally just, like, almost in my backyard, it was a big convention. Like, the only other local convention I could think of was GeekCon, which was, like, a little dinky thing in, you know, like, a small <laughs> hotel. So I um, think I might have you beat there because I used to live in the Dells. So Daisho was legit my backyard for a long time. Oh. Yes, yeah, so I was going to say, uh, real quick, I'd like to interject on that because I am a Dells local. I have lived here for 26 years. Oh, wow. So oh. Daisho literally was, for when it first started out, was my life. I thought I'd interject here while I had a minute to get away from everything. <laughs> no, no worries. It's That's get really to know. Yeah, because, you know, it's DaishoCon was my first con, and it was also my first full weekend con. You know, I kind of, I really felt like home to me because I got to be my, like, you know, that part of myself for an entire weekend. And people were like, you know, non-judgmental of what I was doing. And I really, really liked that about Daisho. So That was kind I'll, of, oh, no, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, no, you're good. So that was just, that's been kind of my experience with Daisho, as well as most other conventions in general. Like, it's, you know, you go through life. And you, you want to be like an extrovert. You want to be that fun guy. But normally you can't do that in every way, every day to day. But you go to a convention and suddenly you're surrounded by a bunch of people who think like you, know your humor. Like you don't even have to, it doesn't take much for you to just walk up to a random person and then be like, hi, my name is this. And now we're best friends. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. get the references from all the shows too that she watched. Yeah. Even the most obscure ones that people don't hear about all the time. It's it's just awesome to have that connection. You get to be your mega weeb self and everyone around you is a mega weeb instead of looking at you like a crazy. All right, guys, yeah. I'm going to bug out for a few minutes. I can help the kitchen. Right. Thanks for jumping in, Justin. Yep, thanks, guys. So I, when I went to, I mean, like I didn't, like when I went to Dice Show for my very first time, which in 2019, I I didn't expect half the stuff I went I saw. I mean, like it was the place was huge, and and they added that. Mm-hmm. It, and when Tilly sent that video of of them and the new attachment they put with those with the big new convention center on it, I was like, holy crap, this place is huge. I was like, I didn't, I didn't, I got lost. At, no, I mean, I didn't get lost at the time because after I figured out where everything was, I kept trucking it fifty times a day because. Oh, yeah. Because I don't sit around and, and all that stuff unless I'm talking with someone. So I trekked back and forth like 50 times in like in three days. 
in. Yep, you can definitely put on some miles, especially at that resort. Uh, the way it's structured, you can definitely put on a couple miles in a weekend if you're the type to wander from area to area. I mean, like... Yeah, I, I'd always find myself getting all my steps in whenever I go to a convention. Right. When we were actually looking at the new uh, extension being built, we kept going back and we would just walk the entire Kalahari playing Pokemon Go just waiting for the new thing to open just like like once or twice a week like hey you want to go walk the kalahari again like yeah we can check if the new area is open <laughs> oh man i wish i could have done that stuff that sounds just kind of like a nice little relaxing date night thing they don't they don't they don't just let you into the kalahari though like a random stranger right i mean you don't you gotta like no you, no, you can just go in there you can yeah, yeah, the, yeah you know. the entire kalahari is considered public mm-hmm that's why every year at Daisho, you get a, the thing about Daishokan was, even though it was a big convention, it looked bigger than it really was because you would get a lot of random people who would be staying at the Kalahari for other reasons. And then they'd see this con and be like, oh, what's going on? And they'd just be wandering around. Because, you no, know, because um, if you live in the Dallas, like, like, like half of you guys do, I mean, like, around, like, because for example, like where I live, because I live in Chicago, I live like in the suburbs of Chicago, and the only arcade we have around here, um, close to where I live per personally, is Round One, and that's all the way in Fox Valley Mall. That's like a few towns away from me. For you guys, you guys got knuckleheads, you guys got tomfooleries, you guys got uh, the Great Wolf Lodge, you guys got you guys... the ones downtown. Yeah, you got yeah. you got you got all those arcades and all that stuff, all that fun stuff in downtown Wisconsin Dells. So you guys like you guys have all this access to all the stuff when I only have like very few options and they're very far and in between. Well, I think part of the oh, go ahead. The Dells is also a big tourist attraction, so it's really easy for them to play stuff like that there. Um, like I know I used to go up to Monaco every year and. You know, it, it was the same type of vibe. Sure, they didn't have giant resorts in Monaco, but they had a lot of very similar shops in the downtown area. Mm -hmm. One one store they got rid of in the in Wisconsin, I'm pissed about is Book World. Book World, where was that? It was like in every like there was one in Monaco, there was one in Eagle River, there was one in there was one in like all those little tourist towns. It was like a little store that was just there. It was called. Oh, yeah. Called, yeah, I know what you're talking about. That store is my favorite store ever because I used to go there because I used to like, like see if there was any books that I would like and like or any magazines like like the latest wrestling magazine or whatever. And like, you... go ahead. It was it was amazing. I love that. I love that store. Now it's gone though. But speaking speaking of book world, from like the age of five up until I was like 18 years old, I bought every book I ever owned at that store. Every single book. Huh. I can remember when it closed. Are they all gone? They are all gone now. Yep, the owner who branded it and everything retired, and his kids didn't want to run it, so they were like, you know, we're just gonna we're gonna retire and we're gonna let it go. I, mean, I, I literally watched this town go from what it is like a tiny little town. I can remember when the Kalahari was nothing but a field. Yeah. I remember when they put in the, the extensions for the water park. I remember that vividly because I remember being so excited the day that they, they or the summer that they finally opened that area. And I remember begging my parents to like take me to the Kalahari because we wanted to go and 
check out the new water park area. I can remember when the Kalahari still had live animals that you could pet. Wait, they used to have live animals there? Uh, yep. They used to have a yeah. small zoo in the back. They used to have baby tigers in the lobby. You could pay to have your picture taken with them. You could hold no, them. No, you're making this up. That's bull. No, no they, they did. still have a what? They actually still do the petting days. They're just pre-scheduled, and now I think you have to pay a ticket or something to get in and do it. Yeah, no, my, my sister have... is the reservation supervisor for Kalahari now. <laughs> so I get all kinds of cool perks when I go there now. Because my sister works there, so I get free water park passes and stuff all the time. <laughs> go me. I, um... Saves me hundreds a year. I swear to God. Is it true? Hey, she exploits me for free sandwiches. Don't even get me started, okay? Is it <laughs> is it true that there's a movie theater hooked onto that place? Yes, oh, sir. Yeah. AMC. Yeah, there is. Oh god, yeah. That's where I saw the first Fantastic Beast movie, actually. Me too. I was there for that. So uh, oh, I'll interject here. here. I'll, yes, I'll throw in a funny story for you guys if you want. Yeah, let's um, So I want to say this might have been either my would probably be second year going first year second year uh, a friend of mine dragged me there in the middle of the afternoon to go watch the new justice league and this was just at the time when the parties were starting to get kicked off for saturday night and i'm like guys we we should really not be here watching movies we should be out enjoying the convention and you know there were like four of us in the convention in the in the theater i'm like guys are we really here watching the justice league during a convention they're like yeah yeah yeah, I was not impressed. <laughs> so that that wasn't the funnest of times, but just something that kind of happened, I guess. Did they play the new My Hero movie there? The new one? Oh, that would have been at least fun. What's that? Oh, seeing the new My Hero movie at the convention. Yeah, but no, but did did they play it at the Kalahari at the movie theater or no? Uh, probably not. Not sure. It, that movie kicked so much butt, by the way. I love that movie. <laughs> Tag out for a hot second here. I'll be right back, guys. Yeah. Okie dokie. Yeah, sorry. i sorry. I know I know. talking about the My Hero movie has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but I just had to say that. <laughs> um, but, but, um, what are our memories? Well, uh, go ahead. The, what's that? I was just going to chime in with probably the first earliest memory I have of the convention, which kind of set the course after a while. Uh, I think uh, if I, if I, you guys are cool with it. Um, oh, yeah, go ahead. My first no, time I was there was... <laughs> too bad, I have the microphone now. <laughs> go ahead. I have the share bear. It's my turn. <laughs> right. Uh, so right. now, first year, first year I went, some friends of mine... Uh, pretty much convinced me to go because I had always wanted to go, but never had the guts to go. And they were staying at the Great Wolf Lodge across the street. So that was a bit of a lame, you know, trek across here or there. But I think I happily had, probably had the most fun there because I was out in the parking lot at night and it was particularly cold that night. And I looked over at the hot tub area, which was just blasting with lights and smoke, you know, the steam from the hot tubs and stuff and everybody just sounded like they were having such a fun time and i was still underage at the time couldn't go over there i'm like you know what i'm going to keep coming to this convention until i'm 21 and i can go party with the people 
and I kind of just stuck to the guns after that. Alright, even though even though when I went even though when I went and I was of age, I I'm straight edge, so I didn't drink a single lick of alcohol when I was there, but I Which to be fair is impressive at this convention. Yeah. The drinking culture at Daisho is massive. I can tell I'd say it's probably probably the biggest uh, you know, party culture I've ever seen for a convention. Because yeah. uh, we're from Wisconsin, of course we know how to drink. I saw a bigger party con at ASEN, actually. If you go outside at ASEN and go to the quote-unquote outside rave, they're doing, like, shots and, like, they've got hookahs set up. It's, like, a completely Jesus. different vibe there. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. They have nice. an ambulance that shows up at the building at least once every 20 minutes on – or, no, I'd say once every 10 minutes on Saturday because someone – either got too drunk or someone overdosed or something like that. Yowzers. Yeah, no, it's it's a massive con. Do you guys remember, uh, well, I wasn't at Dice Show when this happened. It, it was This happened a year before I went, but in 2018, when the guy got super drunk at Dice Show and, and went into the hospital on day zero. No, I don't yeah. remember. Yeah. That think was I sad. That. Oh, I, wait, I think I do remember this. I remember there were some people that got busted in the parking lot for something. Like that. Wasn't... Wait, wasn't he like, didn't he die or something? I, no, I don't... I don't think so. That'd be crazy if they did. No, I, I don't think anybody's died, to my knowledge at least. I, I Like I said, I'm not the greatest use of information just because a lot of what I catch is like, you know, hearsay and rumor. Right. But, you know, so I would not imagine, you know, I wouldn't throw it out there that someone may have passed away at a convention like that. That would would not be out of the realm of possibility. Uh, I know I've been to conventions where people pulled a fire alarm. Didn't that oh, happen yeah. at Oh, God, yeah. That's normal now, which is really sad. Didn't someone pull the fire alarm at Midwest this past, or not Midwest, Connell Delete this past month? Yeah, they did. Uh, it was ridiculous. It was funny, though. Yeah, but like. Did, much, no, go ahead. Did the sprinklers go off? I think they did. I wasn't there, but I heard that they did. You know, it's like a hearsay or something like that, but you never know what's actually true and what's not. Right. I mean, they're also a con where you hear about every year somebody pulls the alarm, so I wouldn't be surprised. Not the slightest. It tends to happen a lot of the Ryan cons. I don't think it's Ryan's fault for once. I think it's just the culture that goes on there. Um, Ryan's conventions have a very loose regulation. Let's just have fun atmosphere. That sounds like he's a piece of crap and won't actually do anything right. right. I have no. heard that. Literally everybody I've talked to about him, I have heard that. Yeah. He, yeah. Um, I remember I actually had a long conversation with him once before I, um, before I knew any of the allegations. And I remember uh, talking to him about some of the stuff at the convention. He basically, like, I was just pointing at some guys that were doing some stuff they probably shouldn't be doing. And I was just like, you're going to do this thing? And he just kind of shrugged his shoulders like, I'm just going to pretend I didn't see it. Jeez. Yeah, that's not safe. Right. 
Like, not at all. That's how people get hurt. He's sued. I actually saw him um, hitting on someone else's girlfriend in front of my eyes, even though they even acknowledged that they were someone else, that, that person's girlfriend. Jeez. Yeah, like offering them alcohol and a bunch of other stuff. Like, this, this person was obviously on, was uh, obviously under the influence of something, and Ryan was just trying to make it a whole, mu- whole lot worse. That's fucked up, dude. He's, uh, he's kind of a fucking guy. Sounds like a uh, douchebag. Yeah, yeah. Why not really? I've never met him face to face. Why doesn't anyone like try to get this guy sued or something or something to get him out of power and get replaced by someone try, else? Try, try to get him what? Like, why doesn't anyone try to get this guy replaced and out of power? I mean, like, it's time for a revolution. Because I'm sure. If I, I used to know some people that were on staff for him. Because it's a for-profit con, he's kind of the head chairman, and he's the one who runs it. And he kind of installs all of his friends in the positions, and he's the one who hires everybody. So I don't think it's really up to – unless all of his friends who are in key positions all agree he needs to go, which, by the way, I have specifically watched them say when someone accused them of something, them say, oh, God, what did Ryan do now? So they are well aware that he's a scumbag. Um, uh, yeah, when your own friends turn against you, yeah, that that's a uh, that's a big. But at the same time, I also, yeah, no. At the same time, though, I I heard all the stories that they were talking about him. So he's, I, I think Ryan's a mixed bag of characters. Like I think he's got some redeeming qualities, but not enough to really excuse the fact that he doesn't have a lot of self control. Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's fair. And like, you know, there's something there, but it's not enough to keep him from you know being a problem. I have, I do know that he does look after his staff because I had a friend who was on staff for one of his cons who had a crisis and he dropped everything to deal with. So I know that he looks after his staff members, um, but at the same time, he does a lot of when it comes to sexual stuff, he does a lot of really scummy stuff. Yeah. Too much bad yeah, outshines the good. That ruined yeah. the first year I that was scummy when it came to that kind of ordeal. Which uh, makes me glad that uh, Daisho at least was part of that pantheon of very few cons that weren't run by the Ryan Conclave. Yeah. You know, there was this sort of, I don't know, just kind of loose feeling when you everywhere you went to the convention for Daisho. Nothing really kind of mattered, I guess. Everybody, everybody kind of looked out for everybody else in a way, which was nice. I'd never actually yeah. seen too much of that at you know conventions as big as that one. I suppose is a good way of saying it. Yeah, bird size. That's about a very odd way of just getting people to come together and bring out a better sense of community, which is why I liked majority of people who went. Quote keyword majority. Majority. Well, I mean, yeah. You're never going to get a perfect convention, I don't think, where nothing terrible might happen. I got a question, though. I mean, like, I don't, oh, I don't mean to cut you off, but um, um, how do you feel if Anime Magic, next year, not this year, because everything's already confirmed for this year, but next year, took over the Daisho, not the venue, but the Daisho time slot of November, and that became the November con for our area, but people from Wisconsin to come down to it because, you know, but something's in Rosemont, it's at the convention center. It's not a Ryan con, and it's in Rosemont, 
and I haven't heard anything bad about it besides the the staff at the old venue being stupid. But how do you feel about that? Um, I, mean, I don't think it would actually work, especially like as we mentioned earlier. One of the biggest draws of Dice Show was its location. So just doing a new con in November isn't going to really change a lot for people and wouldn't be enticing enough to go to the new area. Mm-hmm. I guess my thoughts on it is I don't really venture too much further out of the, the you know, Minnesota, Wisconsin area. So Dice Show was probably the good mid-grade for me as far as I'd like to go. Um, Chicago cons just haven't really gotten on my plate yet, just for, you know, reasons that I'm not too comfortable with going too far out of state yet. Mm-hmm. So I that's just the, my two cents. I think the alluring factor of Daishokan was part of it the the time of year, but I think it was honestly just the location. Um, you got people. It was in a it was a rather popular place that was pretty easily accessible for a large amount of people during a time of year where there really wasn't much in that area. In Chicago, you've got Midwest Fur Fest that takes place like a week afterwards. You've got Connaught Delete as much as don't go to that one, you know, but you still have it, which is like two week, two or three weeks later. Um, there's a lot of different conventions that happen in Chicago. So for us to say, oh, yeah, by the way, we're going to have another Chicago convention during that time. It, I, it just kind of sounds like it's one of those things that's just going to be too much for one place. I get that. Yeah, right now, them being in August is definitely a good area for them. They're just kind of getting screwed over this year because they're lapping with uh, C2E2 and a few other cons right next door that are considered big name ones. So I I feel they'll struggle a bit. That does bring up a good thought. Uh, C2E2 normally happens after Anime Milwaukee. So I wonder if we're going to start seeing more people at Anki this next year because of that. I hope so. Well, here's my theory on this. I think the reason why they're holding C2E2 in August this year because because they're because in 2023 they're going to go back to their regular spot because because the year prior they had the, they had to do it in the summer because of COVID and they want and they can't they can't throw it again at the beginning of this year because that would be way too close. So this year they're doing it in August. So for in two, 2023 they announced the dates being back on their regular time schedule. If that makes sense. Yep, yeah. it's also because C2E2 being part of the crown qualifier and merging with the European circuit, they had to have it later in the year to give people time to prepare, but it had to be before October when they would have MCM London. Um, yeah, because the L- MCM London is owned by ReadPod too, right? I don't think they're owned by Reed Pop. From what I know, they've just partnered together to make a bigger crown circuit. Mm. I didn't know that. But um That's okay. I've been planning to enter Crown for like four or five years, so I've been hardcore researching and planning. You're you're kinda of, you're kinda of like the encyclopedia of the convention scene. I don't know where you get it. <laughs> I have knowledge that may not be useful in daily life. (laughs) But she has connections like no one's business. I have a very particular set of skills that make me no money, no nothing, except for this one group of people. You know what that sounds like to me? Algebra. I learned it in high school and I haven't used it a single fucking day in my life. (laughs) Oh my god, I hate algebra. (laughs) 
Algebra sucks. I was always a geometry person. So I so I was asking this earlier, and I and I don't know if we ever got a clear answer on it, but like but like, what's the craziest party or moments that you guys have at Dice Show? Like the craziest moments, like like they can be they can be eighteen plus, not eighteen plus. Oh, I don't care, just say something. I so. I, I wear a cosplay uh, that's just the change my mind meme. And it says, I'm too awkward to get with a hot girl. Change my mind is just kind of a joke to my awkwardness. Yeah. Uh, and there was a girl that I had been kind of texting back and forth for a couple months. And she was at the con, but I didn't know where she was. Last I had heard is that she was at one of the house parties on the villa, but she had dropped out of contact for like four hours. So it was like three or four o'clock in the morning and I just sat down to play werewolf and she finally woke up and was like texting me and I was like oh what's going on um and she's like oh I just woke up at this house party and you know they're handing out all the cards you know they're starting to like announce all the rules of the game they start playing the game I'm still texting her I'm like oh what you doing now she's like oh I don't know I'm just really horny and I just remember looking at my phone looking up to the group and saying I gotta go it's like I have a Let's go. <laughs> you guys want to hear my first, my, like my first year con experience, how that went? Go ahead. Yeah, but yeah. I, so yeah. my first con, I was 17 years old. So I was, I'm 26 now. That year, Justin learned you don't take stickers from strangers. So I was at, you know, I was just hanging out the first day con, and I was at karaoke, and I was like, okay, this is cool, you know, I met some people, just hanging out some guy walks up to me gives me a sticker says hey put this on your tongue it's fruit flavored oh shoot and uh so i so don't dumbass 17 year old me it was like okay i'll interject so I, I put it on there and next thing i know i am tripping fucking balls dude <laughs> so i found the guy that said what the fuck was on that sticker goes oh that was lsd goes, thanks asshole for absolutely fucking nothing because I woke up in their condo in a bathtub, completely drunk. <laughs> what? Put shoes, coat, scarf, everything, completely dressed. And there were four chicks that I didn't even know passed out completely fucking naked on the bathroom floor. I was like, did we? Wait, you were 17 at the time? Yeah, I was. I was a minor yet. <laughs> I don't think I did anything stupid. At least not other, to my memory. Other than taking the sticker to begin with. Hey, I was naive, okay? Give me a break. I don't think I could top that. I, I, trust, I trust it a little too easily. From, like, there on out, somebody offered me something. I'm like, no, I'd rather not, but thank you. <laughs> so that was my first Daisho Con, and I was like, you know, nothing bad happened to me. Of course, you know, I, I went home, and I took all my clothes off, and I'm looking in my, my, my giant mirror, and I'm, like, checking myself for, like, Needles or missing organs or something, but you know, <laughs> you just see like a scar on the side of your body. You feel around, it's like, oh, there's a, there's something missing down there. You know what? No, so I'm a, di I'm diabetic. I'm a type one diabetic. So my kidneys are fucked anyway. So they wouldn't have gotten much. <laughs> Jokes on you. I didn't want that kidney to begin with. Like, it doesn't Perceived work. faulty kidney. <laughs> dude, even my pancreas is shot, dude. It's just like oh. pancreas. It's a dead oh, organ wow. in my body. Guess what? That doesn't work. You just got screwed. <laughs> oh. Fuck you. All right, I yeah. gotta ask Tilly. You must have seen some crazy things while going to these conventions. 
Yeah, we all know the quiet ones are the ones that do the most shit. Okay, let me think. And like, do you want craziest I've seen or craziest I experienced? Both. Mm. How about both? <laughs> we got time. Yeah, we got time. Okay, Go. so the craziest one I experienced is uh okay, you all know the elevator farthest on the con floor towards the uh sands building? I think so, yeah. Uh, the one that's like right next to the underpass? Yes, the that one. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's right outside the okay. restroom. Yeah, there's. I think there's a restroom over there still. So yeah. we were oh, we were coming in from the Sands building. Uh, I think it was early on Saturday morning, but it not a lot of people were around yet. So we were like, okay, we might be able to get into the vendor hall early, go take a look at some shit, not deal with the crowds for a while. And like our whole group was decked out in our LARP gear, so corsets, swords, armor, up the wazoo. And one of the things me and my friends will do just to fuck with each other is we'll yank on corset strings if we have them. So we exit the elevator, we're walking away, and like I feel a tug on my string, and it's like, okay, screw you, I'm just, I'm gonna ignore you. I'm in a good mood this morning, I don't care right now. I get further and then I, like, it's getting harder to move and then I can't move anymore. So I turn around to yell at whichever friend it was pulling on my strings to see I'm the last one. Nobody's behind me. The elevator doors are closing and my string is caught on the bar thingy that's in there. Oh, no. Yeah, it was not good. We tried to rush the door and get it open, but we did not get there in time. Thankfully, oh, no. while we're panicking, we're like, does anybody have fucking scissors or a knife? Because usually at least somebody in my friend group has a knife or everyone has a knife. But no, they actually followed con rules of no knives this year for some reason. Yeah, I don't know how they actually followed those rules. That was like a miracle in itself. And then this... As we're panicking, we're like, I'm going to fucking die because this elevator is going to pull on my strings and kill me. This guy comes out of nowhere with one of those replica swords from the vendor hall and cuts the strings. That's some Final Destination shit. That's like, that's like some anime final moments right there. That's like the slice of life anime where the, the weed comes out of the corner and like saves the hot girl at the last second. Right? Uh, like, my, all my, of us were freaking my, out, and I was in full-blown panic mode. I'm like, I almost died! Somebody help me! <laughs> and, like, this, this guy just kind of walked off. Everywhere, and he just looked at you with his grin on his face and reached for you, and he's like, hey, are you okay? And, like, gently lifted you up to your feet. Right? And, like, he left quickly afterwards because, you know, you're not supposed to do stuff like that with the swords in the con space, and you can get in trouble with safety teams. And then I didn't see him at all the rest of the weekend. This guy just disappeared like smoke. Thankfully, one of the other people I was with saw him later that night at the bar area and bought him a drink. So I was like, thank you so goddamn much. Oh, uh, speaking of the bar, 
this is a rather short story, but I remember, so I know I tend to solo cons. I just kind of go, I have a backpack with me where I keep all my stuff and I just kind of go do my own thing. And I remember stopping at the bar because I wanted to drink and I'm just sitting there and there's this guy sitting next to me. Suddenly this girl comes over, rubs the side of his face and whispers in his ear, hi, is this seat taken? <laughs> it was like what like everyone just looked at him like whoa <laughs> we found out later they were married but it was still like they played it off as if they didn't know each other and it was fantastic. you know me like not anymore it's not he went to the bathroom he's not coming back <laughs> that would have been me bro take the napkin cleans it off it's like here i cleaned the seat for you wait till you had another story didn't you like like you had the the one with the sword thing but then you had another story you want to share? Yeah, I can share the other one. Yeah. Oh, fuck. So, uh, do you guys remember when the villas had the uh, hot tubs with them? No, I don't. Yeah. Mm -mm. I do remember okay, so, seeing advertisements for it. Yeah, the villas used to have hot tubs out there, which were really nice because then you could just you didn't have to worry about the bar. You could bring your own alcohol, drink as much as you want, and just stay at the villa all day. And uh, this was before they got rid of them. Because okay. uh, eventually they just figured these are not worth keeping around because people keep fucking up with them. And I remember, like, oh, like I admit, I was underage. I should not have been drinking. But we didn't leave the villa the entire night. So it was like, okay, I'm drinking in a supervised area. I have a person here who is able to watch over me, make sure I will be safe and I won't get hurt. I'm good. But in this drunk stupor, I remember like watching one of my friends just go like, hey, I want to scare what's her fuck. And it's like, what are you going to do? And she just looks at me and is like, hold on. Can you go get her for me? It's like, Okay, so I got no details on what the plan was. And it's just like, I don't know what I'm getting myself into. So like, I wander around and like, it takes me a good 20 minutes to find our other friend. Finally, when I find her, I'm bringing her over to the upstairs balcony. We get out there and my friend is like sitting on the railing, just, and then she just right off. Like off the back of the railing? Off the back of the railing. Whoa! And like, we panicked hardcore because we thought like, oh my God, she just went off a balcony. She's gotta be hurt. No, she had the guys down below move the uh, cover for the hot tub so she could just right into it. But like, we're up on top of the balcony panicking, like, oh my God, what just happened? We lean over. Our first instinct is, oh my God, she just drowned as we're just like staring at each other, book it downstairs. And she's just cackling like mad and then asking for another drink. And finally, that's when they cut us off. And it's just like, oh my God, why? We got, we got someone new to join us. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh... <laughs> Going to the podcast, cat. Hello, I'm uh, Katie. Cat. Uh, Hello. Hey, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> welcome to AA. We're all here for the donuts. Oh man, there better be good <laughs> donuts too. Like, yeah. 
Well, I mean, I I know that I know you just got here, but there's a story. There's a story I want to share that I was sort of part of, but I wasn't part of it. <laughs> um, so so guys, so get this. So I was rooming with like four other people, and and like they they went to a they went to a room party, and I didn't go to the room parties because I'm not really the kind of person to be around a lot of people who are going to be almost tipsy or drunk or whatever. That's just not my thing. And, and my, my one friend, um, after they were done partying, went, came back to the room and they, and they told, and they, and what was it? He was like wearing a shirt that said like got milk or something on it. You, you know how, you know how that goes. I don't, have to, <laughs> I, don't have to, I don't have to say anymore. You know what that means? And, and, he told me that like oh they were at the party and they saw one of those my hero characters in the when the those my hero characters in the in the in their uh, in their cheer outfits and it and and he and he said like and he said that one of them saw him and they and they were like and they went like hey and you know they did the wink and showed and showed something you know what I mean. <laughs> so, it's like happens like this sounds like a bad thing like what happens at the con stays at the con. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I never. I mean, I mean, like in I, my case, it ended up on Facebook too. I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't do anything crazy or rancid or anything at the convention because that isn't me. I just don't go out to random people and ask for random crap. But yeah, do you guys remember the joke with uh, a girl named Sarah? It was a couple years oh, ago. Yeah. Yeah. The, the about that yeah. Is it wasn't I it getting her Sarah. laid? What? Wasn't it about getting her laid? Yeah, it was up Yeah, it was we dig for Sarah. I, I know oh, my friend who actually took the photo that. of that. Uh, he was. I, I originally talked to Stephen about actually inviting him to this podcast, uh, but he was too busy for it. Um, yeah, no, he was. He was busy. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I was. Uh, he was dressed as the the goose from from Untitled Goose Game. And he spent the entire con going around and stealing things and taking videos of himself doing it. See, like, that'd be that. hilarious, but I'd hope you'd still be asking people, like, hey, can I do this for a video? Oh, yeah. No, I... Of course he asked beforehand. He didn't just start stealing things. Like, I don't they, know they these days with people, baby. like, with COVID, with the past two years, people have apparently forgotten how to con. So... <laughs> Oh my god, it was so bad at Colossal when people were returning. Like, nobody had an ounce of common sense and respect. Like, wow. Dude, I yeah. forgot how to <laughs> My friend told me about that. So you were actually at Colossal? Yeah, I went to Colossal this year and I competed in their contest. Oh, nice. How'd you place? I sadly did not place, but the same costume placed Masters later, so win-win. <laughs> Well, also, wasn't, like, it a colossal, pardon the pun, failure of, a like, a contest? Oh, my God. It really was. Like, they did all of their, uh, their prejudging a week before con, but when I talked with everybody in the green room, like, nobody could get through their judging because the internet connection or whatever was so bad or it didn't look like anyone was paying attention. And it was, like... It's a good thing you guys didn't announce the judges' names because I would have blacklisted them so hard. Any judge worth their salt, I think, would have made more of an attempt, but it sounds like 
Well, later that the judges were her friend, the runner's friends, made me lose even more faith in Colossal's contest. That happened at Dice Show a couple times. There was, um, you know, Amkey's Got Talent that they do at Anna in Milwaukee. Why, thank Uh, you. What? I run Amkey's contest, so I take that as a compliment. Uh, yeah, Dice Show tried doing a very similar thing, and... Uh, there was some people on there that had really good talent, and there were some people on there that didn't have any talent, and they gave the first place to a guy who did one flip. Like, his entire stick was he just ran down the aisle and did a flip, and that was first place. Yeah, I don't like that stuff. It was just kind of like, really? That's the guy? Meanwhile, and he they actually cut people off at the end where they couldn't compete. Meanwhile, they gave someone who was doing an absolute terrible impression of Mickey Mouse, like, 10 minutes to do his thing it was like wait holy crap i think i remember that one wait oh, you God, remember yeah that? i've been going to dice show since it began oh yeah okay. Caden's a fellow lifer i was in college when dice show first happened and it was oh, at wow. the hotel like five minutes from stevens point dorms so i had that my uh roommate at the time gave me a ride over because i didn't have a car up in point and uh i've been back ever since you're wow. you're a true you're a true Dice Show kind of original. I yeah I'm an OG. <laughs> I'm just not part of the old guard that created it, but I know a lot of them. They are my friends, and I will. The, I will fight to the death for them. No, the thing I don't get though, I mean, with this Dice Show con lord, who the heck was that Sarah person that kit that everyone keeps talking about? The one the one that that got popular all of a sudden like two years ago. Oh, uh, Sarah Stat. Yeah. yeah, she started a meme because she was like, let's get some weeb dick for Sarah. And she was like, you know, trying to find somebody to hook up with. Mm-hmm. To my knowledge, she was successful, but I'm not fully certain. And then I think the next year we just followed up with like people were getting t-shirts and shit with it too. <laughs> yeah, they made uh, stickers, t-shirts, buttons, and they kept it going like weeb dick for Sarah 2019. Yeah, what, what is Sarah I, uh... I messaged her a little bit online afterwards, and we almost had a plan to to, to meet up and hang out sometime. Because uh, she lived really close to where I was living at the time. Um, what did Sarah out. look like? Did she walk around like a beaded type dress? Anybody know? I don't uh, remember I don't what she was wearing. Like. Uh, she was kind of on the skinnier side, uh, really bright blonde hair. Um, I don't know exactly what she was wearing in some of the photos for her profile, but... I think I ran into her at one of the the villa parties too, but that was about all my interaction with her. Her no, profile was... for the longest time was the weep dick meme. It was pretty funny. I, I'm not one for con parties, but as long as you keep out of my way, you can do whatever the heck you want within reason. We we should have hanged out at, at the last dice show con because I'm not a party person either. <laughs> you know, because there was this, when I was in the rave. One year, I had I used to have like super long blonde, dirty, dirty blonde hair, and there was this girl who was just obsessed with my hair. I don't know and, if Chili's told you yet. Uh, the the rave at, for twenty nineteen, she almost didn't happen. Yeah. Oh, we haven't gotten there yet. No. No. Okay. Okay. And she was just obsessed. She kept like you know trying to get me to go to her room and everything. And I was like, I don't know. Can I trust you? And I was like, I mean, I did go end up going up there. I had a crock we were... pot of beef stew. <laughs> <laughs> I would have everyone to come visit me. That's how you get yes, them. Yes, we visit Katie for food. Like, man, I got some beef stew. You want some beef stew? 
I literally, I got high quality beef. I got veggies and stuff, and I crock potted it all day. So I get back from the contest and I just scoop out a nice big bowl. You walk up to a guy, rub the side of their face, and whisper in the ear, "Hey, want some beef stew?" <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, do you um do you guys uh do you guys remember uh uh God, you guys remember when? Uh, God, I'm trying to think of something. <laughs> Um, did you guys remember seeing my panel in the, in the manual, in the thing, in the booklet? I think um, I remember seeing something about a podcast in the panel. To be fair, the 2019 manual was so fucked up. My, when they sent us the rough draft of it, everything looked right. But then all of a sudden it sounded like mine, my panel, which was about obscure video games and anime and shit, was all of a sudden going to be about... Uh, mommy issues and sexual oh, shit, God. and I had to Wait, turn I... people away. Yeah, that was bad. Wait, 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 what? Yeah, my, my cosplay panel was about obscure video games, nostalgic manga and anime and stuff like that. But, and, and like, when they sent out the proofread thing to be like, hey, does this all look right? I'm like, yeah, it looks great. And then all of a sudden, uh, the day comes for the con. I look in the booklet, and all this says, "Do you have mommy issues?" I'm like that has nothing to do with my panel about obscure video games, right? Yes, yes, I do. They uh, they did the same thing to me the one year I hosted an improv panel because I was on my college's improv team, and I was learning from my instructor about level two improv classes, and I decided to host a panel. I don't remember what they wrote down, but I remember them butchering my description horribly. Oh, dude, they did that to me in 18. Like, uh, Daisho is one of the cons I started to hate running panels for because, like, I would run panels every year. Then in 18, I decided, like, okay, I'm going to really go ham and see what I can do and what the audience is going to like. So I ran five panels over the weekend. And they didn't re reimburse you badges at all? Nope, they don't really? reimburse badges. I got zero help from any of their panel staff, and it was like, hey, they've gone over time. I still need to set up my laptop and stuff to start my panel. What are you going to do? And they're like, oh, just let them do what they want. And it's like, that's not how this works. You're being a dipshit. <laughs> like it went it was so bad like they put i think it was three of my panels back to back to back right before oh, the wow. contest so it was like oh my god how am i gonna get from here to here to here to here and then all the way to the contest in time oh wow uh, but the part that annoyed me the most was so every single one had something in the description completely messed up and it's like okay i can just correct people at the door i had one of my friends who does cons as my assistant stand at the door and just be like hey we know there was an issue with the booklet here's what this panel's about are you in or out and right. it helped a ton but the one that didn't end up working out very good was the final panel i ended up running for the weekend on sunday which was my photography panel and uh this one is especially needs a lot of audience interactions, which is why I always put it for either Friday night or sometimes Saturday. Because 
Sunday, they made it overlap one of the guest autograph signings. So we had nobody show up for any of the panel. Yeah. Same. Uh, Daigo has a, had a problem with that. I remember one year I tried, I didn't want to be, I wanted to be on staff, but because I was on staff for GeekCon, they said that I wasn't allowed to be on staff for them. But they realized that I was helping them set up, so they wanted to do something called Vouch for Volunteer, which is like a staff member and everything but name, I guess. Uh, and they oh, told yeah. me that I'd be able to help. They told me horrible miscommunication between the departments meant that meant that I wasn't able to get my badge reimbursed because they didn't have. They had too many. They they apparently found out. That they, my GPS just said, welcome to Wisconsin, as I was in the middle of that sentence. Um, Did it give you the little cheddar head icon? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, just for you listeners at home, I'm currently driving right now, so uh, keep that in mind. Anyways, um, where was I? Uh, oh, right. So miscommunication. You. Yeah, miscommunication. Even though I talked to the con head directly, and told me that I'd be able to help them take uh, take down, which would help with my you know badge reimbursement. They said like on Sunday, like an hour before they were start supposed to start, that only staff members were allowed to take down. But they allowed me to help set up, and that was fine. Well, Gaisha really had a lot of issues with that. They specifically had a clause in their staffing agreement that if you staffed with Daisho, you could not staff any other cons anywhere which is yeah, a really bad idea considering that limits the amount of people who are going to come in and work with you by a huge margin a lot of our staff at Ampkey staff like three or four other conventions too so cutting uh -huh. them off is kind of a bad idea and, and then yeah, like you said like to do it <laughs> right they tried to loophole it with the whole volunteer thing but so many years they would be like oh well you didn't help us out enough hours or just miscommunication so you're not going to get your voucher for another badge and just screwed over so many people so if you add that oh, on wait, top wait. of like missy's firing sprees daisho had some of the worst staffing problems well didn't yeah daisho... so you're saying that they were they they set up the voucher volunteer thing so that they could get vouchers that were not actually on staff and they did this volunteer screwing over to many people yep well wasn't it 2019 wow. they did away with the badge reimbursement entirely and everyone just got entered into these really drawings for like playstations and stuff yeah that was 18 and 19. oh that was 18 too i only remember that being 19. Yep, 18 oh, wow. too. I looked into it because we were trying to see if, you know, running five panels met, counted towards volunteer time, but it did not. Oh, wow. Right? It's like, as much as I don't like Ryan, one thing that I always thought that he did right was the way that he reimbursed his, his volunteers. Like, they had a legit reimbursement plan in place for people who volunteered at the con. Like, they did, and from what I understand from people who did volunteer they followed through with it really nicely and so they never had any volunteer issues that that is a credit where credit is due if you have a good yeah. badge reimbursement plan in place that that you get enforced and people actually stick to it and it's a good one you won't have an issue getting staff and volunteers i'd say that was probably daisho's biggest downfall was there were a lot of things going on in the background that none of us really knew about that were just 
I don't know, adding to a snowball that was eventually going to turn into an avalanche where it turned out, you know, nobody would want to come and work for the con at all. Well, no, that might have been... This, the thing is, actually, I think we knew a lot of the issues that were going on, but we couldn't do anything. Yeah. That trouble with being a fan page. Yeah. When yeah. Riley stepped off and left me as sole admin, like, we... We weren't busy enough necessarily to ward needing more staff and uh, moderators for it. And now that it's gone, Missy, Missy's out of the group. So we're just trying to hold keep our breath together. to see. Yeah, keep people together, decide what we're going to do for it. If it gets, if we get another con in there that takes that spot, I'll sort of rebrand the group a little bit, I think, and keep it relevant because we have such a big, robust fan base in there already. Yeah, and I'd hate to see people displaced just because things changed. Yeah. And, like, as a fan page, I'm more than willing to work with the official groups and stuff. You know, it's just the way Missy came about it was, like, all threatening, like. Yeah, let's not go down that path. Jeepers. Yeah. I, um, I'm I'm kind of, no, I mean, I guess the one thing I have against Daisho is that they they put my panel in such a crappy spot. That because they, because you know, I submitted my first Cyber Time Bite panel, the you know, the panel for this podcast. I, I, I tried to do one there. This is before I had the whole family feud idea, and and I thought like, hey, if I do a podcast panel at Daisho, that'd be cool, right? And I did, and they accepted it, but they put it on, they put it on at Sunday at nine thirty in the morning, which gives no time for no what? one to come. So I, so had- I big like game show event that would draw a big crowd, they decided to put it at the worst time when everyone's hungover and asleep? No, yep. No, 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 I didn't, I didn't do my game, I didn't have my family feud game show idea yet. This is like, this is, this, oh. panel, this, this panel was for, for the podcast. This is before I had the family feud idea. If I, if Daisho was still a thing, I probably would have brought it there. <laughs> I'm just, oh. The Daisho things just left me so mad. But by the but what is it? Yeah, but since Daisho's now gone, what's gonna happen with the Daisho Congovers group? Is it gonna be renamed to like something else now or what? Well well like I yeah, said, we're Katie just said. Yeah, we're waiting to see um if like there's a colossal that moves into that slot or what's gonna happen with the Kalahari, because I don't wanna necessarily rebrand the group. But I do want to keep us relevant if we are getting another con in that sort of slot. And keep us as sort of a fan page. Because first and foremost, we are still a fan page. And like I'd hate for us to lose that community just because the Daisho uh, people decided to be asshats. <laughs> so yeah. we're we're not going anywhere. We're just at the moment kind of in a downward uh spiral stasis yeah stasis we're kind of in stasis mode right now we're, we're, we're keeping the an page eye in cold storage people and, yeah but uh we're not changing anything because there's nothing to change it to yet and we're not necessarily getting rid of it because why do we want to lose that community you know i'd say right. there are like a good couple thousand people that are already on the page i think it's one of the largest community pages out there for Conventions and stuff, in my knowledge, at least. At least in the Midwest. You're talking, about, the, you're talking about this Facebook page, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah, I thought so. So what? So what was your guys' favorite like food place to go around the hotel area? Because um, when I was there, 
when I was there, I went to Pizza Ranch, which was actually really good. I mean, it's not—it's no Chicago yeah, pizza. Yeah. It's. I've got a who works at the one in Hoosburg, so I've been—I grew up going to Pizza Ranch. I. It's no. Denny's was good for a sit-down restaurant. Denny's was okay. Uh, my favorite was Max, honestly. Um, the mac and cheese place that was down the street—that was pretty legit. I've heard that place is pretty good. Yeah, there's one in Madison that I go to every now and again because it's like a half hour away from my house. And when I'm at my, my college, it's only like a 10-minute drive away, so I'll just go there after school. I, um, I always right. variety. The, the thing about Pizza Ranch is, is that I'm from Chicago, so I know what real pizza is. So <laughs> so going to Pizza Ranch? So says the Chicago night. Yeah, and so when... New York is where it's at, son. So Honestly, when, Kalahari, their little cafe that they have that's nestled next to the restaurant has really good baked goods, pretty good coffee in the morning. Yeah. They've been pretty friendly. And and the restaurant next next to it, too. I've had an appetizer as a meal, and that was pretty good. Yeah, I'd say on site, the hotel had tons of good food you could get at. Um, other than that, I'd say you pretty much had your choice of the pick if you needed to go off site. Yeah. yeah, the Dells yeah. have got a lot of different food options. Um, the area the Dells have a Walmart too. Yeah, yeah they, they do. Walmart. We have a TJ Maxx now. Wow. Oh, progressive. Nice. Yeah, we have a Ross Dress for Less now. We're getting a Baskin Robbins this this coming year. Quick, Wait, you guys have Baskin Robbins? Yeah, we're getting one. So all of, like the mobile stations in the area were bought out by Quick Trip this year. Right. Oh boy. Quick Trip has the basically monopolized. Been- area there's like going to be five of them in the area now hey that's more respawn points for us that's a good thing hell yeah <laughs> are you guys the wisconsin the, uh, joke are you guys part of the wisconsin quick trip enthusiast club on facebook you're damn right i, I, know, have the I still need to join too. mine it's such a great group right. i have the underwear okay they say wktc on the butt they're hilarious i love them uh, maybe share a link in it once we're done with the conversation that'd be sick there's another there's another I group that. that I actually just recently joined. It's called Idiot Parkers of Quick Trip. And the entire purpose of it is if you see someone parking like an idiot take a, at Quick Trip, take a picture. <laughs> I'm the idiot parking the Quick Trip. <laughs> is, it, is, this, is, it safe to, is it safe to say, since I'm not from Wisconsin, but I still know what Quick Trip is, I'm still part of the Quick Trip enthusiast? <laughs> you can be. Quick Trips are good stuff. And they're not just Wisconsin-based. They've actually branched out into... Illinois got, a bit. I've had a couple. They're branching into Michigan this year. We've got loads in Minnesota here. Really? Yeah. So they're they're Midwest. They're they're spending into the Midwest. So Quick I just realized we're. I miss them. Quick Trip's branching up into Upper Michigan this year. They're they, they oh, are really? working on an agreement, so they're coming to Michigan this year. Nice. I have friends that work in upper parts of Quick Trip, so I have connections to. A couple of things. Oh, man, you are just connected all over the place, aren't you? Connection, bro. Fist bump. School with a lot of really cool people in high school, and I'm still friends with them now. And when they come into McAllister's, like, Justin, what's up? I'm like, hey, what's up? How's Quick Trip? She's like, oh, shit, we got some good shit coming. Just you wait. <laughs> like, when they introduced the, like, the fried chicken, then I turned up being a lot oh. better than I thought it was going to be. Oh, Heck the chicken yeah. Dude, fire. right? That chicken is so good. Oh, my God. How did he get it? Some boys doing it at a grocery store. 
Such a Midwest yeah. thing to just go on to the gas station. I'm, I'm oh, like, man. I'm, I'm well, trip, I, you know, I make, really all the fat for me is quick trip. Right. I make long journeys and yeah. stuff. And, like, the quick trip, the come and go, the Casey's are the places that you hit up and you get good fresh coffee, good fresh food. Oh, heck yeah. Road tripping out to convention was always one of my favorites. Um, just because over here in Minnesota, where I live, there's this, uh, we're right on the Mississippi River. Oh, so I yeah, would take this, over. yeah, I would take this nice southern uh, highway to go down there that doesn't get driven on much anymore, and it is just nothing but cliff sides and river views and these teeny tiny little towns out there. So for, for about a solid hour, you're just driving through cliffside areas. Dude, like I'm excited for you and us to go and carpool to Kitsune together. That's going to be a great weekend. Ah, oh, I can't wait to Kitsune this next year. I am excited for Kitsune this year. I have some uh, two options I'm weighing on for cosplays for reveals. But, but wait, but wait, uh, but wait a minute, wait a minute, I'm, Kelly. Where where do you live now? Like, do you don't you still don't you live in Wisconsin like everyone else here? No, uh, we we relocated to West Virginia for a year for my husband's work, mm -hmm. but we're currently in the process of moving back. We just don't know exactly when that will be because they don't like giving us exact dates. Mm. That's upper management in a nutshell. It's been hell You're without right? utility. I'll just tell you that much. Dude, I miss you guys so much. Like, goddamn. Right? Yeah, you're yeah, you're pretty amazing. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. Like, thank you. I try my best. <laughs> I've probably never met any of you in person. I've probably seen you face to face, but unless you come up and said something to me, I probably don't. Re Remember, I'm, it, you would know me if you saw me because I'm the drunk guy with party music and a backpack, and I just dance around the halls like an idiot and start like giant dance parties in the halls. See, my go to is I got a bunch of pit bulls, some Owl City on there, uh, a bunch of just hype party music. Oh, here, so this was just sent it into the group chat. Uh, that was me and Timeline slash Katie last year. Or at least uh, the 2019 year? Yeah, 2019 year. Nice. I still can't believe I never ran into you guys really proper that much at Con. Right, it, which it... was really weird. 2019, I think me and Katie honestly just got screwed over by the contest. I liked the judges, but we waited three hours for pre-judging. And then the contest itself was like an hour and a half between judging and... Yeah. I, I think we only ended up getting like 20 minutes to walk around the vendor hall before we had to go and eat before the show. It's just weird how that works, right? It's like we're all stuck in this one, like I'd say good sized resort, but sometimes there's just points where you just never run into people. Yeah, because I, because yeah. when I, I was, what's that? Oh, I've had that at like mentions that are smaller than Dai Show actually. You know, I'm, I spend my entire con wandering around meeting people, and then I won't see somebody until these last seconds, like, right before I'm leaving. And I'm just like, you were here? He's like, yeah, I've been here the whole time. Oh, right. Because I, um, because when I was at Dice Show, I, the only people, the only people in this group that I actually met in person when I was there was, is that I, is that I met Riley. I met him because, um, what ha oh, this, oh, this leads into a story, by the way. So, what happened oh, at boy. what what I did that day was that like I was in the action room, not the one with the darts and all that stuff, but the other one that had the giant trampoline thing in it. And 
and there's like there's giant ear cleaners in there, and a girl hit me across the head and broke my glasses. And oh no! And the glasses I'm wearing right now are at, and the glasses I'm actually wearing right now are the glasses that I replaced them with. <laughs> and, and um, she broke them. And I was sitting in the hallway waiting for like this guy to come to help repair him. And Riley was actually walked <laughs> Riley was actually walked down the hall, and he saw me. And we actually had like decent five second conversation. <laughs> That's usually how my encounters happen. If you're not in the contest, normally I don't see a lot of people unless it's like last day as I roam the vendor hall trying to squeeze out everything I can out of the cash I brought. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I, the Sunday I, Sunday sale is definitely when to hit up the vendor hall. There's not really I'm a lot of sales, but I... No, I'm interrupting you. Go ahead. No, no, no. Sorry. I make Destiny buys on Sunday. I'm like, oh, I saw this on Friday. No one bought it, so I'm going to give it a home because no one else wants it, apparently. Aww. That is adorable, though. That's how I end up with That's a lot of my stuffed animals. That's kind of what I do when I go to conventions is I will, like, maybe Friday or Saturday, I'll wander through the vendor hall, just take a look at what I want. And just, I, I won't buy anything. I'll just take a look and see if there's anything in there I'd like. And then I won't go back in there until Sunday and see if that item's still there. And if it is, because I like to make sure that I have enough money for things that I need. Everything like food else. and gas and yep. making sure I'm alive <laughs> at the end of the weekend. Well, yeah. Like, I, so I like Over doing the same thing. Explore the vendor hall before I buy anything. I'll save, like, majority of my print buying for Sunday as a default just because then I can think over which prints I actually want and what do I have at home already. But I've, I've learned the hard way. Like, some of the figures and statues that I want to get, I have to get right away on Friday or they will never be there. I, I okay, will... No, I'm interrupting. Finish your story. I was gonna say I have a rule that if I see any any of my particular fandoms that are obscure as hell, I buy them no matter the price, no matter who's got them. <laughs> like that moment. Okay, yeah, so I have a question for all of you then. Either either at Daishokan or any other convention, has there been a moment where you saw something in the vendor hall that you wanted and decided not to get, and looking back on it, you wish you had picked it up when you had the chance? Plenty. Oh yeah. Yeah. Plenty, Plenty of times. You guys want yeah, to hear? Like, stories for that. You guys want I to hear? I don't have any specific ones. Uh, I've got a specific right off the bat. So, uh, one of the popular characters I like to do is a C two from Code Geass, and I still don't have a figure of her. So we were walking around at Dice Show, and like I saw one, and it's like, oh my god, I want it. Get over there, and I like I'm looking at, it, and then it's like three hundred dollars, and it's like, oh my god, I cannot spend that much. Later on, I looked around online to find it, and three hundred was the cheapest price I found for a C two figure. Yeah, I don't remember which one it was anymore, but it was like, frick, wanted it so bad, I should have pulled the trigger and just grabbed it. If you guys would give me a minute, I'll interject on that because that was something about something that I bought, but I have to go into the freezer real quick and get cookies <laughs> okay. out. I think for me, this was my first year going to Anime Midwest. Uh, I'm a huge Star Trek nerd, and I remember seeing it. This is the first time I've ever seen it. I saw in the vendor hall someone had an actual Klingon Batlist, and Ooh. I remember wanting it, and I decided, you know what? Nah, I'm not going to get it because it's $80, and i got to take the bus home. And looking back, I really wish I had picked it up because I've never seen another one. 
Right? Um, there was a, an Enterprise big um, toy kind of thing that I saw at Fayetteville Comic Con one year, and we did end up grabbing it because it was it was so cool. It was just, it was like big. Um, it was a, one, a plush of the Enterprise, you said? Not a plush, it was like a toy, like light up, the oh. saucer sort of disconnected. It was like the, oh, one of the big old awesome. school ones, yeah. Uh, I don't even know so, what I would do with it, but I want one. So I've been like, trying to find myself a B-wing, but I can't find one in a in a point where I actually have the cash for it. So like I was a I'm really into Yu-Gi-Oh. Like even when I was a young kid, I was really into it. Mm-hmm. So and you know I like I like to collect the figurines, a lot of the action figures, and there was I was at a con. I don't remember exactly which one, and this guy I tried to I was trying to collect like as many of the original characters that I could. Mm-hmm. And, and I wanted good pieces. And there was this, this guy. He, it was a dark magician. I mean, the detail on this thing was immaculate. And mm-hmm. I came to that column with like 2K, two grand in money because I had saved. And I was just there for the day. And I, I was looking hey. at it, you know, and he's like, hey, you know, I do like... Um, consignment so if you don't like you know like this one or you want it like a different color i could do that and i could ship it to you i was like you know it was, it was considering that but i really liked the one that was there yeah i i left for 30 seconds to go help the, my friend i was with carry something because she bought like this giant plushie and she's like four foot five and she cannot pick this thing up to save her life it was hilarious <laughs> and i went back to buy it it was priced at like 325 but being made out of all out of metal, it was worth the price in the metal price alone. And I went yeah. to get back and it was gone. I was like, I was pissed. Oh. <laughs> so I did end up getting the consignment for another one, but the, it looked exactly the same. No, prob- that was probably like the, like the most up until I started collecting Gundam, which is in the last couple of years. That was probably the most expensive thing I've ever bought at a con. Minus paying for a hotel room, but you know that's that was that. Yeah. I I have a lot of more drawings, and I have all my original. A lot of my like Yu-Gi-Oh cards I have in storage are all first editions. So oh wow, nice. Yeah, I, I pride myself with my Yu-Gi-Oh. I really don't bring them out too often because I'm waiting for I'm waiting for somebody like you know to reach up and touch my cards and like touch my card and I will cut your fingers off and I probably get in trouble for threatening somebody. <laughs> you should meet my husband because he also really likes Yu-Gi-Oh. That would be I would like to you know meet people that actually are knowledgeable about it and they're like now like these little kids I think oh pretty picture pretty picture. Oh God I mean, no he, wrong, he's it's... quite knowledgeable and has like freaking tons. Of cards and just info on them. It is wow. Yeah, all mine are like back, like waterproof. Yeah, there's no way. And the temp- the storage I have is all temperature controlled, so they're in good hands. Oh, okay. So uh, yeah, I, I take it very seriously. <laughs> so so I got so I got a story about something I, that I should have gotten but I didn't, and it's recent. Um, so I, 
I, I, I can't remember, like, something at a convention in the past that's something that I really wanted and I didn't get, and I didn't get it when I could have, but, um... I, but as of recently, I, Kat's gonna like this story because you're into old obscure video games, um, so you're gonna probably like this. But um, so, so I was at C2E2 this last month, and uh, they had they had a whole little section of the convention that sold nothing but old school obscure video games. And um, or no, wait, yes, I do. I got one. I got two. I'll share both of my stories. But at C2E2 last month, they had a whole little section with nothing but obscure video games, and um. I was looking through the bins, and of course I found Nicktoons, Battle for Volcano Island, and Attack of the Toy Bots for the PlayStation 2, which are two games I love, so I picked those up. But the guy told me if I buy a third game, I would get it for free. And so I was looking around, and um, Kat, I don't know if you remember this game, but uh, there's this there's this game for the Super Nintendo called Scooby-Doo Mystery, or whatever. I've heard of it, yes. I grew up with that game. That game was part of my childhood. And I almost got it, but I refused to take it because I was like, oh, I don't know. And I, I, I just. I have a copy of that game. <laughs> I, I want. It was my dad. I, I just didn't, I didn't take the game, so I was just like, God, oh, no, I'm fine, and I didn't take it. Um, the second story I have, um, is actually more rare, and uh, I don't know if you got. I, I, I don't know if all of you guys are gamers, but um. You guys remember the the Turbo Graphic sixteen? The what? The Turbo Graphic sixteen. Is that a graphics card? No, no, no. It's a it was a console from the nineties. You guys remember that? I've never Frankly, heard. Of it. Heard of it? Don't remember it though. Um, I'm only twenty five. I have like three memories from the nineties. Because um because what happened was is that when I went to the Chicago Pop Culture Con, which is now dead, um they. They had they had a TurboGrafx 16 there, it like complete like it had the cords, it had the console, it had the controllers, it like it was ready to go, and I, I could have bought it right there. It was in plastic wrap, ready to go, and I grab it off the top of the shelf and I look at it, and I think they were charging like two hundred dollars for it. Wow. And and I and I didn't have two hundred dollars at the time the the waste on it and I was like dang I should I should have got that when I saw it I didn't care how much I had I should have got it damn because I really wanted Turbo Graphics because uh, I don't have any memories of a child of having it but it looks like a cool console and I would love to collect for it <laughs> fair enough um I love actually hanging with you guys but um I do actually need to get going I only had about uh, an hour that I could spare I'm in the middle of a thing right now so. Okay, well, it was nice talking to you, though. Yeah, sorry about that. Tell if you need a reminder on any of the stories, pop me a message. Will do. All right, see you all. Thank you for having me. You're quite welcome. Thank you for joining us. All right, bye. Bye-bye. So, um, I, I, get, I guess we can, I guess, uh, the wrap things up, because we've been going, how long have we been going for for an hour? Like, Oh, an hour and 19 minutes. We've been going for an hour and nineteen minutes, all so. Have we really? Wow. I got. I guess. I guess something we can do That's is. I guess something we can do is um, share one big last story and do do outros and then call it there. Is that fair? Yeah. Until the next works, episode. Works for me. Yeah, that works. Yeah. So, Sounds good. So who wants to go first? <clears throat> Any takers? Anybody at all? So, are we just kind of 
give sharing our like probably one last story to this all. Yeah, like like just the the I, final round, the final round. I will I'll probably share my story as far as the uh I never got to share my stranger story just because of an experience for happening. Go Not that it. it was anything too crazy. Um that 2018 year was uh, I think one of the first years I was eligible to be like of age to drink. And somebody I ran into told me about one of the parties that was going on in the villas that night. And it was the first like big party I'd ever been to. I'd ever, never really gotten too, you know, intoxicated or nothing. But that night I just had way too much fun, stayed there till the party ended. And what was fun is these guys had a shuttle running from their villa to the hotel. Well, I got on the bus, extraordinarily drunk. They dropped me off at the front lobby. My hotel room was in the Sands Tower, and the bus had already left. So so I was about ready to pass out anywhere on the floor, and I kept having this little voice in the back of my head saying, this is not the place to pass out. So I kept mumbling to myself to keep on walking, and I started making my way upstairs, you know, going through the hotel, over the skyway, and just stumbling tell and just trying my best to make it to my hotel room. Thankfully, I made it there. I never I never actually passed out in the hotel, which would have been a way better story. But I ended up going back the next day, making good friends with these people, and I've been in contact with them ever since. I will say if you ever Glad run you hmm? Glad you made it back safe. That could have been a rough situation right there. Oh yeah. Right. Thankfully, um if you ever run into the party again, if it ever rears its head, the people that run the conception parties are very good people. They are They are very think, nice, uh, yeah. I've I've encountered them. Yeah, I think I it was I actually work uh, with some of them for Amkey. Oh really? I'd love to run into them again. It's been a while. You'll probably see them. Other than that, I'd say everything's pretty much run of the course, you know? Um, I guess running into normies was probably my other favorite job. Because just watching around, looking at people, looking at us is probably one of the funnest things you'll ever see. Right. Um, Anybody here? Uh, We're hoping to go this coming year, but we've got to wait and see. So I don't know if they still do it, but it used to be... Every single Friday during ASEN, there was one area of the main convention building that was always uh, booked up by a local high school for their prom. So every year during the Midwest's largest anime convention, on Friday night, there would be a bunch of high school students wandering the halls, trying looking at all these weaves in their cosplay while they're in beautiful prom, like, dresses and gowns and it was the funniest thing i've ever seen <laughs> i will say piggybacking onto that i remember a year at dice show when they had an entire high school band tournament going on in the dells and there was an entire marching band that was playing down the hallway oh that's awesome that was really cool oh that is wonderful um i think my last big story is um so in 2018, I met a group of people and we hung out a lot. And I, I don't know where my phone charger went. So they lent me the phone to their phone charger. And they just said, keep it. Give it to me at the back end of the weekend. I didn't see them for another year. It was DaishoCon 2019. And I was just wandering the halls at like 4 o'clock in the morning. 
and I just and I see one of them, a group of people, and I start talking to them. And one of them is like, hey, I remember you. And I was like, yeah, I remember you too. <gasps> Give me a moment. I run into my bag. I'm digging through it. I pull out the block, hand it to her. And she just looks at it, looks at me. Her eyes go wide. And she's like, holy shit, you still have this? <laughs> so exactly one year later, I was able to return her phone charger to her. Nice. That is it amazing. Was, it was pretty great. So I'd like, I'd like to say, like, my last big story, like one of my favorite things I did, I met this random group of people in, I think it was Con 2018. And, you know, they had, like, one of those inflatable, like, T-Rexes type things. Yeah. Uh -huh. And the one guy had a Triceratops one. And it came up with this genius idea to do, like, a chase through the entire con. We started down in the arcade. And you are just kind of <laughs> casually walking. I'm in the T-Rex, and he's in the Triceratops. And all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, he turns on, looks at me, goes, holy shit, a T-Rex. And I chased him through the entire con for, like, an hour straight. My, leg, my legs hurt so bad after I was done chasing him. We're, like, sitting at the end of the con, we're, like, breathing because we can't fucking, like, you know. <laughs> we just ran around the entire con, and, you know, there's videos of it everywhere. And I think that was, like, that's, like, like on the top of memories, that's my favorite memory that I ever had. Because I, those I guys, I all those people that. and I are so friends. I think I remember that popping up on the Facebook feed. And that was going around the Facebook page for a while. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I was a T-Rex in that. It was, it was, I had a lot of fun. I think, I think, so are we, are we wrapping up here then? Yeah. I think, Tilly, don't you have one last story or do you say it already? Um, I can't really think of anything at the moment, sadly. I, I mean, I guess I guess I can I guess I can say one last thing. Uh, is that? Uh, let's see. So, um, no, I mean, like, I, I was, uh, I, when I was there, it was one of the greatest experiences I probably ever had because, like, you know, it was that was like the most extreme con I ever been to because, like, before that. I never experienced anything like that. Like before that, it was like Kano Delete and Miami Midwest and all the regulars I went, I go to down where I live. So going to like a different state for in a, to a different convention scene, like the Wisconsin convention scene, and getting exposed to like, I mean, not saying it was like some totally different thing from where I was usually going to, but it was like, it was like it was so crazy, it was so awesome, and it was so great that like. That like um, if I, I wish I could have gone again, but now I'll never have that chance because now they're just straight up gone. But it, I think Daisho Khan um, from the year I went and from your experiences in the past of from when it started to up to its last year, sounded like it was like something totally radically good that was like the best things leading up into every single year. I'll never have that, you know, those years long experience of going there, unfortunately, but. Thankfully, what's nice about the community is a lot of people are tied to the location and are still making trips planned out for the year. Mm -hmm. Oh, gosh, yeah. Just to make up for it, even during November, they still want to go. Yeah, like back in 2020, me and some friends still went out to, to the Kalahari and just took photos, had fun and relaxed. Oh. Yeah, pe yeah pe there's people who are still in the group, like, um, still making uh, 
plans being like, oh, do you know Daisho's gone, but we're still going to go to Kalahari this weekend, and, we're all, <laughs> and I want all to meet, meet you all there. <laughs> Yeah, just have our own little time together and have like you know, just have fun and hang out and you know, reminisce. Yeah. Well, it's definitely the people that made the convention work more than anything else. Definitely. It just it kind of had that atmosphere that uh, just I don't I don't even know how to describe it really. It was just like an atmosphere where everybody was like. I comfortable yeah like I get that at a lot of conventions don't get me wrong like I go to a lot of conventions and I get that everywhere but at the show it was just on a different level one big happy dysfunctional family yeah exactly. oh, gosh, yeah. So, I guess the only thing we can hope for is somebody competent will pick up the location again and we can all go back out there for a con experience yeah, as long as it's not Ryan. It probably so, won't be. By contract, he's not allowed to go there, so we're good. Something <laughs> tells me that won't stop. Fucked up. Well, I guess, I guess this is a good place to, to wrap it up then. Um, so, so you guys, uh, you guys want to all say like your social medias and like in, in the next, and you guys want in like put put yourself out there and all that stuff for the people who want. Uh, I'm a nobody, and you can find me at nobodyisanobody.com. <laughs> <laughs> so original. So, really, nothing? You're on nothing? I am nothing. I really don't. I really started. I don't really post a lot of my cosplays because I'm not that confident in them yet because I'm, I'm still like new to making Aww. the costumes. But if anybody wants to give me a follow on Instagram, you can find, find me at BeamerBoy, B-I-M-M-E-R-B-O-Y underscore one four. That's where you can find me. Okay. You can plug each like other people's Instagram foes. Like, hey, by the way, I'm plugging you in this podcast. Good luck with the new thousand people following you. <laughs> Here we go. Wake <laughs> up tomorrow morning, you got like 20... 20 new friend requests from random people. <laughs> it was like, who are you? Oh, they're cosplayers. Okay. <laughs> oh, they're weebs. Oh, that makes sense. There we go. All the weebs. Yeah, just all the weebs. Just, uh, just go check, follow, like, follow all no. the, the hot guys. No, no, no. Check you got to plug your normie social media account. Not one of your weeb social media accounts. One of your normie friends who's not part of the con community. And then see what happens. <laughs> that would be an ultimate prank for sure. <laughs> Um, I guess as far as medias go, I don't really have too many. I'm usually just kind of lurking in the Daishokan fan page area. Yeah. Hey, guys, I got to get off. I'm getting a, a phone call, so I'll talk to y'all okay. later. Next episode, all I hope right. to see y'all again. Yeah, later. Talk to you later. So long. See you. Good one. Bye. I guess I do have one person to plug. It's not my account, but there's a Twitch streamer I follow called Kid Yuki who lives in the Chicago area, and he does a lot of anime. Oh, did we lose him? Oh, it it sounds like we might have. Uh oh. Music. Well, he's got a drum request stream oh, where you can request you anime music. Uh, I'd highly recommend checking it out. It's a he's a pretty cool guy. That's I think we cool. got tail end of your. Uh, yeah, I'm back. What did you like? What's the last thing you heard? No, we. Oh uh, yeah. So go check out Kid Yuki. He's awesome. I think I've heard of him oh. before. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty great. Okay, Tilly, give him the spiel. <laughs>
So I'm Tilly or Starfall. Uh, in I'm in the Daishokan group as Starfall Cosplay. I've got my page in there. You've probably seen me active quite a bit lately. Uh, on Instagram, I am Starfall period COS. Oh, fuck. I'm also on YouTube, Original Glaze, Twitter, pretty much everywhere, just under Starfall Cosplay. And yeah. <laughs> And uh, and how and Riley, yes, your turn. Your turn. <laughs> My turn. I just gave mine. Oh, you did. I really don't. Uh, yeah, I really I don't have too many. His. All right, then it's my turn then. Um. <laughs> hey, there we go. Our hosts for the evening. Well, I want. Well, I want to thank everyone for listening because I think I had a great time. I'm. I'm glad everyone here had a great time too. I wanted to. I wanted to really do this. And, and this has been on hiatus for a while because of my new job and everything and my life just turning 360 in the past few weeks. But, um, but like, I'm glad I was able to, I'm glad I was able to get this together and and bring Daisho back to life through my podcast. And, um, hope, and hopefully the, hopefully people and hopefully the higher ups of Daisho hear this and they go like, gee, these people really did have a great time. Maybe it was a bad decision for us to shut down. <laughs> Man, I don't know what you're talking about. I had a horrible time. Never had fun at this. Moment. Not one good moment at this. <laughs> but uh, but no, you can find me. Find me on social media at um, I'm on Twitter at the Retro Vampire. I'm on Facebook at Cyber Time Bite. I'm on Instagram at the Retro Vamp. Um. You can buy all my merchandise on Redbubble.com under Crash Even Gear. That has all my spork stuff, spork, spork it all, spork everything. It's it's nothing with spork stuff. <laughs> well, that's gonna narrow it down. <laughs> and yeah, hey, let's go on Google and type in spork, guys. See what happens. <laughs> well, no, if you go on Redbubble and go cra under Crash Even Gear, that's all my merchandise. Um, you can uh, and um, and you know I'm. And since I'm a, a Daishokan original, follow the Daishokan original uh, on Twitter and all that stuff too. So, um, so yeah. Hopefully you guys have a great day. Hopefully you guys enjoyed listening, and I hope all of you have a fantastic day. Have a good one. See ya. Bye. See ya.